Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. I'm your host for today, Jason Turnbull. Glad to be here again with Kevin Longpre, Dr. Sean Landry. Welcome Everyone. So today we thought we'd discuss uh, five <laughs> key elements to holding an effective meeting. Um, something that we like to have uh, on a monthly basis here at Vitality is to have this... Biannually? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once a year. There are those biannual meetings as well, but an, an effective uh, team meeting once a week just to go over what we think are five main reasons to, to hold such things. Uh, so we'll jump right in. Number one, we thought it'd be, it's always wise to uh, always share with your team our core values and principles and why we do what we do and why we are doing this to serve our community and how important it is as a united front to do so. So I'm not sure if one of you two are, wants to jump in. And what are our core, core values? Core values. <clears throat> our core values are to identify the root cause Number one. Jay did his homework. I, yeah. I love this. Go on. <laughs> well, the, that's the only one I remember. I'm putting you on the spot. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. It's it's it's, it's to identify the root cause. Yeah. Uh, to be inspirational. Yes. Mm -hmm. Educational, inspirational. Inspirational and educational. And now you put me on the spot. And um, time. Take the time to figure. Yeah. The time. Yeah. yeah. Take the time and spend the time with your clients. We feel like that's what makes our niche uh, yeah. uh, in our in our area, anyway, is to, to take the time that we need to truly help on not just the physical side of health, but the physical, emotional, mental, mental yeah. side as best as we can. Yeah. yeah. But with our, you know, we always have yeah new additions to the team. Exactly. We have people going away on holidays. We have people that are you know on mat leave coming back. It's 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 very important to remind them. It's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day stuff, right? Where we're just, we're working all the time. We're, we're seeing client after client. We don't take a lot of breaks between clients, right? We see them yeah. for an hour, but we but then we're right back into the next one. It's nice to step back and to remind everyone, hey, this is what we're doing. Make sure you're, oh, the third one actually is exceed expectations. Yes. It's not at the time. It's you're exceed right. expectations. So you Fair want enough. to make sure that you're, you're finding the root cause. If you're not the individual to do so, we have a great team here where we will then, you know, share that client or, or, or ask that client, perhaps they should see someone else who could better serve them. Mm -hmm. You want to exceed expectations, meaning that you're, you know, answering those wow questions them. before they ask them exactly that wow that factor. Wow like, factor. oh man, this guy is, uh, you know, really asking Sounds me. Sounds like he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Asking me the appropriate right. questions uh, and then be inspirational as in, you know, as in, you know walk, walk the walk. Yeah. Right. right? Be, a, that you be a professional. Be a professional. Exactly. Show up to work ready. Show up on time. Be presentable. Yeah. Uh, you know, stay active or whatever you want to call it to, to really, you know, to really show them and, and to hopefully lead them towards their path to recovery. Yeah. And, and by, and by, like you say, ho hosting these meetings and, and going over these core principles, it, uh, it sets the stage for, for everyone to be on, on that same page. Right. So, and you can identify that maybe your goals, these things may change over time too, right. As your clinic grows or, or you can also maybe, you know, reflect and say, 
is this is this where we need to be? Does yeah. anything need to be modified or not? Sure, you can yeah. always make changes to these things, right? So, so yeah, yeah, so it's good. number number one is the best is almost probably the most important one because for for your business to grow, you need to keep the message, the guiding principles, kind of highlighted, right? Exactly. So like everyone needs to be aware of what that is and working towards it. Obviously, you know we've done podcasts too on hiring and things like that, which we will probably do again in the future. But uh, th that in itself is something that is applied in the hiring process is having people that are be in the same page like we just had on Friday with mm -hmm. a new um, addition to the team. Um, they definitely fit the mold of our core values, what we're heading and striving for. And I think like you mentioned, Jay, this is the best opportunity to have repeated kind of exposure to the idea of what the goals and principles are for the clinic, what what we really live by, and and make sure that everyone is kind of in tune with that and, and using that as their objective coming to work every day. Absolutely. So, yeah. that's, so that's a great starting point. Sure. Um, we, then, we then usually move on, right, after yeah. that part, once we've talked about different things like that mm -hmm. and then we go into what identifying the the biggest need of the clinic at that time yeah. right so then we want to jump in there and see what we mean by that so even before that too i guess part of the the core value bit is we always get into that personal did we have another one like that where we get into personal stuff okay yep. never mind we'll do that later mm -hmm. yep okay uh Number two is what again? Well, identifying the biggest need of the clinic oh, yeah. at this, that time. This one's kind of timeline specific, right? Depending yeah. on where you're at in the season, if you're doing any, um, like you say, if you're onboarding any new uh, practitioners, if you're, uh, it's kind of like understanding where you're headed in the short term uh, at the same time as knowing where, you know, what the clinic vision is. So um, that's... That's awesome because you know it can be seasonal, seasonally driven, can be like you say activity so, driven. Can why don't we give an example of that? So, like here because of where we are in Quebec, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So like the vision for us of of let's say we you know we have this older building with a terrace on the side that we envisioned doing talks in until COVID happened. Yeah, didn't but so now that we're getting somewhat back into maybe being able to see people again in that way. Uh, you know, that's something when seasons change and we can go outside because it's not snowing, yep. uh, we could do something different. So it's always to bring out, okay, well, what's coming up next? Uh, I think it's important to stay on top of things like that. Different ways we can contact the community, right? Yeah. So those change depending on the season. So depending on where you are, obviously the, this could change because it could be, you know, nice all the time if you're in Florida. Yeah. But um it's, Anyways, it's, it's also the, identifying, I, I kind of think this is perhaps like, you know, we have a vision or you guys have have ideas of something that is on your mind or, or, but then when you get to meet with the team, you get to figure out maybe someone else has something that is upcoming, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, that is of importance to them or to yeah. uh, maybe unique opportunity, right? So when you meet in person, you get to talk about these things um, and understand, like say, where every team, where... Where is each team member at, and uh, what mm. are they working on? Where are their projects and their their goals, right? So I like something that, that might too, be big for the clinic might be a little bit different for you know like like someone's practice where they're at or an opportunity that they've come across, right? So if you don't have these meetings and you don't have that cohesive uh, vision and that uh, you know you so might it's miss a, a lot way. of opportunities, right? It's a good way too to to make everyone feel like they're contributing, right? Yeah, so Absolutely. that's that's the whole idea is to make you know. 
Because they are contributing, not just yes. that they make the affiliate. No, 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 but they I mean, like, it, it, it's to encourage people that have ideas and that have oh, yeah. goals to incorporate them into the mold of what we're what we're trying to do as a team, right? Exactly. I think you can sometimes identify the biggest need by looking back on your previous meeting, mm-hmm. and you can look from the past to determine okay, what's our path forward. Just as much as you can look at the future and decide, oh, that's now my biggest need. Now, I think mm-hmm. it's really good to reflect on what's happened and yep. anticipating what's to come. So even Sean, when you said the seasonality of it, it's almost like we're now we're in the summertime. Yep. We have a lot of therapists that take holidays in the summer. So yep. we discuss about okay, so so and so is taking this time. They can take the time they want, but we'll say okay, well. In order to help with that overflow, is there someone to cover? Is there someone that we can cover? Or is there any way we can modify different schedules to to facilitate that transition for that period of time? Right. I think that's I think that's big. I think even the next point, which is more about numbers based, I think the biggest need can also come from that by looking at your numbers. If you look back, saying, "Oh man, the uh, whatever," our biggest need might be that. Oh, I noticed that the uh, the new patients coming into the clinic may have decreased twenty percent in the last three months compared to last year. Yeah, so why right. is that? Dig into a little deeper. Why is that happening? You can break it down per therapist. How many new clients are they seeing? How's their retention? Like that. That could be if you can nip that early. Yeah, it might not be a big problem, right? Then you can yeah. looking under the hood. Once it's a way while. to correct certain things that. Yeah, exactly, know, and make sure that we've seen over time. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's I think that can be identified big need as well. Yeah, is, understanding the trends and, and exactly, and there are ebbs and flows, right? Like like with the seasons, with the holiday time, or with the you know holiday season in the winter. Yeah. Where certainly you can see some some changes like that, but uh, so it's like a way of monitoring a little bit too, like new ones coming in. Where do they need help? Yep. And if we're not if you're not touching base with people on a regular basis, then things can slip to the wayside, and uh, and then you lose track of of what's going on and how they're doing and they could be like, you know, out in left field and, and worrying about what's going on when it could easily be corrected by communicating properly. By having a, <laughs> by having a meeting. That's having a meeting yeah. and, a, and then a plan from that meeting, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's simple term. You, you, know. you can't identify. After making fun of them first, though. Yeah. Well, Informal. repeatedly. Yeah, yeah, you want to shame them. Highlight the fact that they screwed up in front of oh, everyone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Then... Then maybe then help build them back up. Then help. Yeah. 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 Put them down and then back up. What did yeah. they say the sandwich method in, uh, in Toastmasters was like, you know, some, a good, you know, some, con- a really good compliment, then a little bit of constructive criticism, then another good compliment, right? Yeah. yeah. Sandwich put in Yeah, exactly. Sandwich in. But what did they do in EO? It was the, um, it's like you were never allowed to give advice. You have to tell stories, right? You're not supposed to, because you don't want yeah. the advice to come from. That's right. Right. Yeah. I don't hear what I do. You don't want them to influence. That's true. You want them to make their own decisions, right? Yes. You have to do it in a sense like. By asking questions. Asking questions and telling stories, right? Well, you're not supposed to tell them what to do. What to do. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Well, in my circumstances, this is is what what I did. This is what happened. This is what I did. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the sure. big thing too is this whole word identify. You can't identify if you don't look. No, I mean, I think sure. that's a good way to wrap up too. Like if you're not if you're not looking at anything, you're not going to identify. And if you're not listening to your team members that you work with, for sure, you're not identifying. Everyone's going to see it differently, right? And that's yes. the coolest part, right? Everyone everyone will definitely have a unique you know viewpoint exactly to how the clinic's running. And it's so cool to check yeah. in every once in a while just to see you know like. Are there and just understand, you know, efficiency. What can we improve like, on? Yeah, exactly. Well, well that, that that's a good point uh, because they bring in information from clients we're not seeing. Exactly. Right? To get an overall view of what the clinic maybe vibe is from the outside, it's great to get feedback from. Well, our our reception right. and office manager. That's what they do. Yeah. They have a very a very. They're usually the ones that have the best. Uh, 
overall kind of feel from the clientele because they see everyone's clients, right? right? You certainly can get them from each therapist individually, but you know, it's not that rare that you know our office manager will speak up saying, I noticed this or there's comments right. about this. Right. We should either A, pursue that. You should keep your shirt on. You should keep your shirt on, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't say that. Or Kev, you can't hit on every woman that comes in. <laughs> right. A couple here <laughs> and there. No, but it's just, awesome. it's, it's, it's also like, I mean, quite often she's the one that will say to us, you need to hire someone else in this field because I've not known where to put them. And if she doesn't tell us that during a meeting or just one-on-one, I'm not always looking at schedules for all the other therapists, right? So that's, I think that's, that's what we taught her not to be so And then just a certain way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just watch your tone, Jen. I think there's a commercial on right now on the radio that I laugh about when it says that. Really? Yeah. Watch your tone. If you say, watch your tone when you speak to me, if you say that's (laughs) something, I'm laughing, I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure that's how Kevin speaks to me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah, exactly. All right, number three. Moving on. Ooh, I hope I didn't uh, mess up, Sean, your little thing. Well, let's start over. Um, <laughs> the next one was was more like um, more numbers-based. So, Kev, if you want to, this is your time for a break. If you have a union break, you can take it now. Um, uh, we talked about like sharing some numbers with your with your staff, sharing the data. This can be anything from your sales, uh, new client acquisitions, uh, the KPIs, if you guys were working on certain goals. We're acquiring clients now? Yeah. <laughs> well, not acquisition. New client referrals, if you will. I get it. Um, and retention. Yeah. And uh, so really doing some numbers. So I know this is maybe not... Uh, or it's not, I shouldn't say it's less important. It's super important even if you're a solo practitioner. You have to yes. look at your numbers. Uh, a lot of people don't like to do it, <laughs> but uh, but it's uh, it can be... Uh, don't talk to Sean like that. <laughs> it's very valuable. It's a, it's a, um, I, I, you know, If I can share a personal story, I remember when we started Kev oh, a long time bye. ago. There we go. I'm going to get some breath here. It's going to take some time. Um, Put the uh, timer on for Christ's <laughs> sake. It's going to take like three minutes. We were early. Early in our growth, uh, in our in our growth of our clinic, and we were at I believe we were just three osteos, and we had a heck of a time getting this individual to build. Right, mm. two days a week, we mm. want three days, and they were willing to be here full time. But man, we sat at two days a week for a long time, yeah. uh, and then finally, I just I remember going up to the front and saying, "I need to see some numbers. I need to. Can you print off?" Uh, then all the people this person has seen in the last six months yeah. and sat down over the numbers and realized that something like 79% of people came three times or less that went to see this, this practitioner. And of that, like one or two times was like ridiculous, like 25 and 40%. Like it was very, very high. And we quickly, we quickly realized that, well, we're never going to build if there's no retention. Mm-hmm. So we had a talk with said individual and say his name <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and said, listen, like, you know, what do you, what do you need help with? Like, why can you explain this to me? Like, why are they not like, why are you not coming back? Like, unless you've got the hands of God or Buddha, it's really hard to, <laughs> it's really hard to, Sorry it's, to all the other, it just doesn't fit our, yeah. we, we talked about this in many other podcasts about, um, you know, putting the fire out and, and, you know, the acute phase the semi-acute phase the optimization phase, like, you know, to well, not see people more than three times yeah. is very, very rare for us. Yes. Very rare. Yes. So mm-hmm. once we talked to this person about how to build a treatment plan and how to bring that person from where they are now to optimal health, 
the schedule within months because we had so much overflow at that time, right? Yep. That it was, he was booked, right? It was really good, but we wouldn't have known that mm -hmm. if we didn't strip it down to those, to those yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, you know, like if, if you don't have the other things in place to educate on how to do that communication, yeah. obviously that type of thing doesn't work. You could look at as many numbers as you want. Yep. We need those things integrated into the mindset and kind yeah. of there's a system there's definitely know, a system and I wasn't but, finished, you're, but, but you're right there's a system on, and it looks at uh, hmm. but you use the numbers to then see how well you're implementing the system of and, course tracking the numbers means nothing unless you then use yeah what, what the numbers tell you right to move right. forward you're a very good tracker with that <laughs> i love how you made it sound like you saved a day there that was <laughs> well really the clinic wouldn't be here right now <laughs> like we would be bankrupt yeah. unless you looked at those you're welcome numbers. you're yeah. welcome no, I'm just joking. Uh, anything else? Any other data numbers? Uh, you know, I know we, we quickly look sometimes at, at uh, new clients just to make sure that there's a, a steady stream coming in, right? That it's uh, where are they coming from? You know, we track it on our on our on our intake forum. Who referred you? Yeah, knowing the referral source is really good. Knowing how many new patients on average per month. Knowing how many, like you say, knowing the length of a patient life cycle. So, like we say, with patient our visit average, patient visit yeah. average with our um, with respect to the way we like to practice, right? With the like you say acute corrective to optimize care yep. uh, knowing what phases your patients are probably in um, and then just like I say really knowing where they're coming from because that's well, a huge that's source that's the key one because right. then we can kind of reward people yeah. that that do send a lot of people here right like of we've course. done that so many times with yep. individuals yeah. that are you know part of our family that that's and so many of their friends and family members and everything else too they you know we always have been like that where we're, we're very appreciative of, yeah. of that type. So it's important to monitor that because if you don't know where it's coming from, uh, you know, you might miss the boat on getting even more uh, potential new clients because, you know, the per person but might feel... They're like, not being taken care of. Yeah, you know, so not, that huge, they're right? not that people expect that, but no. I think it's it's just no, fair. That's just how, yeah. 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 And I mean, acknowledgement, right? It, it comes down to sometimes uh, just acknowledgement. Sure. Like, thanks for referring all those patients that you sent. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, I think I've, it's all... Sorry, go ahead, John. Well, you can get really specific with this stuff too and even bring it down to, um, you know, how much... What's the cost of a new client acquisition depending on what your marketing budget is. Um, like I say, we like to teach... A a lot of the in-house referral and the and the referral-based practice stuff, but uh, it really helps to know the life cycle of a patient and, and what potentially a new patient brings. You know, let's say like fifteen hundred dollars over the course of a year, potentially, right? So when you know these numbers, and we're gonna go, we'll go in depth to this one podcast because you know definitely it'd be worth uh, worth talking about. Um, well, maybe when Kevin's on holidays, we'll do it exactly. But but. Uh, <laughs> It's it's really because you can you can be very target specific about this and and understand exactly what a new patient costs, um, you know how long they're they're in your clinic for, where where are you losing them, right? You can see when you start to track these numbers, you can actually you can get it down to a science. Right? Absolutely, and, and and to tie it back into meetings, this is why you bring it up at the meeting, right? Yeah. So if you have uh, Sean, you're like, oh Jay, I need you to see someone, and you're like, this is someone who I've known for a long time, they're a really good client you know, any chance you can slide them in earlier, like this is where yeah. the communication part is there, right? Because it's one thing to have someone that no one, you know, a new referral that no one knows where it comes from versus someone's Kev saying, you know, this is my, whatever. It's just, it's, yeah. it's that communication and for the team to understand yeah. that, oh, wait a second, it is weird. How come I'm only seeing so many people like twice? How does that fit our model of, 
really taking care of someone and it, it doesn't, right? No. So the, the earlier you can identify that with your team in a meeting, you're, you, you can bypass all those road bumps, right? Which is the whole and point of doing the, this. The whole point, yeah, exactly. Because there could be so many reasons, right? It could be for sure. the, the therapist's confidence to, you know, the, the wording they're using to the so many of, other the things. The lack of communication yeah. to the lack yeah. of describing what they're doing to not showing them to the, lack the of, value they provide. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of lack or, that's or there. To, or to the lack of saying, I need to see you exactly next week. Please book an appointment with your job. You know, that's your job. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So beautiful. Number four. All right. Uh, we talk about, well, we like to mix a bit of the personal light, right? personal development. Yeah, exactly, with professional, right? So having some sort of personal touch to a meeting, I think, helps. We probably should have that as number Bandering. one or two. Is, yeah, making fun Definitely. of people. <laughs> and uh, right. like, No, but taking a, an interest, too, to see you know what's what's new and exciting. If there's any struggles, they're welcome to, to speak up about what they're struggling with yeah. or need help with. Yeah. I'm having a hard time filling my Monday evening. If anyone has anyone that likes to come on evenings, yeah. how can we discuss that? How can we facilitate? facilitate that to what's positive in their life. It's always nice to, you know, we work, but we, you know, we're, we're running between our offices all the time. It's nice to take an hour meeting to, you hang, know, get to know out. people more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On a personal level. Yeah. 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 So why don't you tell them about, I, I kind of broke into that a bit, but even that, uh, the high low thing we do, if you want to extrapolate. Yeah. That so bit. we've always done this kind of high low thing where people discuss uh, things that are going super well in life to things that aren't. And, you know, sometimes it's, one just event and sometimes it's to also see if they could get any help with what's going on potentially that's not going well right now in their in their life um so that we've had everything happen right in in meetings where we're people are really having a hard time in a particular something and or they just are super happy to tell us about something that's going really well so it's a great way to create a connection and a rapport with your with your employees and uh, people you work with. So uh, we've always done that as a means of just making sure that everyone's okay. Um, and if people need help in particular things, then we'll see if we can help. If not, obviously, you know, just to help guide them. And anyone, anyone, can. anyone, anyone hops in and helps, right? That's yeah. what's nice. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. the, you know, it can be personal and professional at that high low, right? So sometimes it's, oh, personally, this is great because, you know, the whatever they have a new house they're moving into or whatnot and sometimes it's like oh it's really great i'm now at four days a week you know six weeks ago i was at two days a week and yeah. it's exciting it's exciting yeah. for everyone to to see someone grow and and be happy with with where they are yeah for sure all right last one cinco we talked about doing a uh, at, at least at the end of your your meeting you want to make sure that there's a clear vision right moving forward that the meeting wraps up Everyone understands what was covered. Mm-hmm. There's a cohesive decision or, or, or a vision moving forward. Is okay before Time we meet line. again in four weeks. Exactly. Yeah. What are what are our main focuses? What are we all trying to accomplish, both kind of individually as and as a team, and if necessary, to making some action steps to get to that point. I I, I think it's super important that number one, if there are things to do, that they're they're listed. Who's doing them? When are they going to be done by? And accountability, right? Because otherwise, what's the point? You know, because you leave a meeting and then just time goes by and the next meeting happens and nothing happened. So, and that happens sometimes. That does yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all busy. So that's the, again, another reason why we're talking about this today is it's important to have the consistency of meetings, right? Yes. I know a lot of companies do the, uh, the team huddle thing at the end, yep. at the beginning of every day, right? I mean, a huddle. It makes it a bit difficult in our situation just because 
you know, we have people. We're trading time. Like God, for we're here service, at, right? We're time for. And we all start at different. Everyone's hours. here at different hours, yeah. so we can't yeah. really do that. It's not like everyone's starting at the same time. So, this kind of serves as our team huddle. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and that's the idea, just to make sure that, uh, you know, accountability is there to, uh, you know, creating that rapport again. It's, it's always about just staying on that pulse, right? We yep. want to make sure that we get a feel for what's going on here. Uh, and if we make, need to make corrections or have adjustments done on anything that we're doing procedure-wise and or hiring to whatever, sometimes it's handling a particular case that's difficult yep. to... Uh, uh, also, uh, some you know problems happen. You know, people let's say aren't happy with something, or this is where we can uh, hash it out and, and, and move make, forward. And move forward. Make sure that things aren't staying kind of in a negative vibe. So um, that's kind of the, yeah. the gist of why we have those meetings. Yeah, it's the wrap up and the action. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. All right. So one last time, five. Five keys, right? Five, five keys. Elements. You want a constant reminder of your core values yeah. and your, your principles of your team and of your clinic. Yeah. You want to identify the biggest needs uh, that your clinic needs at that time, right? What have you identified either through looking in the past or, or something coming up in the future? You need to identify what the biggest needs are for your clinic to, tr to continue to grow. Uh, uh, you can do that by number three, by sharing numbers and data with everyone. You want to show them whether it's sales or new client acquisitions to retention to KPIs that you're tracking. Anything number-wise that you think would provide value to the clinic and to each individual therapist is obviously beneficial. Uh, and then we like to mix a bit of uh, number four to mix a bit of personal and professional um, lingo at each meeting to keep it kind of not dry, right? To keep a, a personal element to it, I find is always a nice way to, you know, to bring everyone together and to just to get closer and to, yeah. to, to bond as a team. And then five, to make sure that you are, are leaving the meeting with a, with a clear and a cohesive plan to move forward until the next time you guys get together, that you know what you're working towards to, Sean, that's uh, <laughs> to, uh, what you're working towards to, to grow, right? To, to not just to grow, but to make sure that everyone's enjoying work. You want people to come to work and love being there. What can you do to, to, to create the environment? What are the steps you're going to put in place to create the environment where people want to, your, your, the therapists you work with want to come to work and enjoy work and the clients you serve that they feel the same way. Awesome. And it doesn't take long, right? These meetings and can well, be done and that took, yeah, that was pretty long. But, but these meetings can be can be designed in a way. Right? This the way we have them yep. set up is it's designed. You know, you're we're looking at fifteen to thirty minutes, yep. and and because uh, you know we know people's time is valuable, so um, attention it, span too. Yeah, yeah. Jay, like a you know, like a mosquito. Yeah, so. I come in late and leave early. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> By design. By design. So if you guys have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to uh, drop us a line. Uh, hit us up osteoconnection.com. And we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week. And be sure to share with a friend. 